Well, look what came down yesterday evening. Awesome stuff. BOA schedule for 2021 released. We're going to go over it. Yes, it's a long way away, but uh, this, is a, this is something my soul needs, and this is something a lot of people need. So we're going to go over the schedule and specifically uh, how it pertains to the bands that are with uh, the great state of Texas. Uh, if you're looking for UIL stuff, uh, we'll put that on the back burner for right now. The region contests are not all completed yet. It's hard to do accurate projections and stuff like that, especially with protocols being changed and rule changes still on the table and whatnot. We'll get to that uh, soon, I promise. The region contests are still not all completed, so once that's done, I'll jump back on here and we'll talk about UIL stuff. But today, we're going to focus on music for all. We're going to focus on Bands of America. With that being said, good morning again. Good morning again, Daniel Valdez again. I don't know what happened there. I'm not editing that out. I don't edit anything because... Uh, I'm very lazy today, especially when it's a beautiful Sunday morning with the cold front coming through here in South Texas. Good morning again. Daniel Valdez again. Pleasure and honor to talk to you. Doesn't matter where you're listening, whether you're on YouTube or Spotify or some other illegal podcast thing. Uh, you're, uh, I appreciate your support. appreciate you listening. So let's get to it. During Music for All's uh, All Together Now little uh, uh, celebration, their little uh, pledge event that they did last night. Good stuff, by the way. Um, they had some wonderful performances that were live or recorded. Uh, they had some awesome stuff, uh, from, uh, 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 Music for All staff members. The announcers were there. They announced, they did the whole announcer, uh, the, the announcer challenge that they did. No, I did not submit for that. I promise I didn't. Cause if I did, I would have won. Uh, <laughs> and then one of the, uh, they showed past shows. They showed Vandegrift show last year uh, from the from nationals from the national championship year last year, and one of the big announcements that came down was the release of the 2021 Bands of America Fall Regional Championship Marching Championship schedule. So we need to go over that. We'll talk about what goes into uh, coming up with these schedules. They're not just done. You know, we're not just throwing darts at a board. There's a lot of intricate stuff that has to get planned out. It has to get planned out a year or two in advance. This is not something that can just be slapped together in a couple of months. It's a big misconception. There's a lot, you've got to put that out there so that programs know what to expect. Now, whether we'll get to that point, that's another question. We'll see. But business is business. We got to plan this stuff out. So here we go. A lot of regional championships in the state of Texas. Uh, and we added another one, and I'm going to explain why that happens, because I know some people had some questions about, like, hey, that's interesting, so let's talk about it. September 18, 2021, the McAllen Regional coming back to Veterans Memorial Stadium in McAllen, Texas. That's the South Texas Regional. Awesome stuff. Uh, it's always very competitive there. So uh, I know a lot of programs are going to be chomping at the bit to uh, get into that event. September 25th. Branded as the North Houston, Texas Regional, Wood Forest Bank Stadium, uh, Conroe ISD, Shenandoah, Conroe, the Woodlands, Texas, whatever you want to call it, it's technically Shenandoah. I think if you get into the parking lot, it's the Woodlands, and if you use the bathroom inside the stadium, it's uh, Conroe. I think that's accurate. I don't know. We'll check Google Maps. Um, Wood Forest Bank Stadium, September 25th, that is the North Texas, the North Houston Regional that they're doing. Used to be called Conroe. Now we're doing North Houston. Why is it North Houston? Well, I'm going to get to that in just a second. So Wood Forest Bank Stadium, uh, very friendly confines. They've been doing events there for many, many years. 
Austin, Texas, September 25th. Kelly Reeves Athletic Complex, as the kiddos call it, the crack. Uh, <laughs> back in Austin, Texas, uh, this is one of the most competitive events uh, on the schedule. Uh, whether it's early season, late season, doesn't matter. Austin, Texas, Kelly Reeves Athletic Complex, um, September 25th. Let's keep going. October 2nd, the following week, the West Houston, Texas Regional. Out at Legacy Stadium at KDISD in Katy, Texas. I know the Katy people are like, Grr, why'd you call it West Houston? Why'd you call it West Houston? We'll explain that in a second. So, Houston Regional. Now Houston has two contests. A lot of people were like, hey, why does Houston get two contests? And how come... Austin doesn't get two contests. How come Dallas doesn't get two contests? How come you don't let El Paso have an event? El Paso doesn't want us there. Uh, you know, why does Houston get two regionals? Here's why. Every year, for several years, the Houston regional has hit max capacity probably the quickest out of any event on the lineup. Aside from, like, Super Regional, San Antonio, or like Grand Nationals. But as far as regular regionals go, it ain't even close. Houston Regional reaches capacity like the day the postmark is due. The day that you can send off the postmark to get everything in online or or through the regular mail. Uh, Waiting lists have been common at the Houston Regional. Um, And there is a system where if if your event goes over capacity... Um, there is a small system that they use, not all, not all the time. It's kind of rare when they use it, but BOA does have a system where, you know, they try to determine who gets in the regional and who doesn't, because a lot of these programs, a lot of the Houston programs send everything off the very first day that, that you can send it off. So you have all these, you have all these bands, you have like 20 bands that send all their stuff in on the exact same day, and it's like, okay, well, it's first come, first serve, but they, if they all came in at the same time, how do you work that out? There's a little system that they do in order to deter- to determine that. But the Houston Regional, clearly these programs love competing against each other, and clearly they love this particular organization with Music for All and Bands of America. So, basically, one of, what one of my friends told me, supply and demand. <laughs> why not have two Houston regionals knowing that they're probably going to get filled to capacity? Now, the reason, my thinking is, the reason why you call it North Houston and West Houston is to, like, you know, not necessarily split it up, but like, hey, you can kind of choose one or the other. More than likely, these Houston programs are probably going to try to go to both <laughs> on consecutive weekends. Um, but there is the option where you don't have to all try to pile into the one Houston regional that's there. If you want to go, if something, if something's, if the Katy regional is more geographically friendly to your program, maybe you decide to attend that. If you, if the um, Conroe, Shenandoah, the Woodlands regional is more geographically friendly to your program, maybe you go to that one instead. I would imagine a lot of these Houston programs are probably going to try to go to both. Now, the interesting thing is, because you have these two regionals, because you have Austin on the September 25th, and you have uh, another Houston regional on October 2nd, it is possible, it is possible we could see some Houston programs head out to Austin. 
which makes things very, very interesting. <laughs> uh, with the way Bands of America has kind of set up these regionals, it's very, it's it's true to the word. It's very regional. <laughs> the Austin programs typically go to the Austin regional. The DFW programs typically go to DFW. The West Texas programs, some Dallas programs end up going to Midland, and then Houston stays in Houston, and then everybody shows up at the San Antonio Super Regional and tries to bash each other's heads in. So, that'll be a very interesting couple of weeks to, to see who decides to go to Houston, if, they could, if you're going to go to both regionals in Houston, if you're just going to do one, if you're just going to, or whatever. And, of course, this all depends on uh, local contests as well, because a lot of Houston programs have local contests that they run, big fundraisers. If they're trying to plan it around that sort of time, do you do one or the other? It, 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 there's, like I said, you got to have this stuff in way in advance because you need to be able to plan you need to be able to tell organizers and and stadium people and you got to keep them in the loop of what's going on so so that's that let's keep going so we got the west houston the Katy regional on october 2nd 2021 same weekend october 2nd 2021 the midland regional is back at grande communication stadium uh steady popularity out there um i know more and more west texas programs are kind of Warming up to the the BOA style contest show, the pageantry that goes along with it, they like that stuff. So, I imagine the Midland Regional is going to have some some good participation. And I always love when programs out of state, whether in New Mexico or or or, or Nebraska, pro, programs from Nebraska have come down. I always love when um, programs from other states decide to make the trip down to Midland and, uh, and have a contest with us. So good stuff. Midland, October 2nd, Grand Communication Stadium. Look for it. October 9th, 2021, the Dallas-Fort Worth Regional is going to be back at Pennington Field at the hearst Ulysses bedford ISD Stadium. Good old Pennington Field. Uh, kind of becoming a classic venue, <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, wear your sunscreen, drink your water. I know we had issues with that last year. Um, but uh, hopefully we get that taken care of. So another another event at the Dallas-Fort Worth Regional back at uh, Pennington Field. Then, very interestingly, very, very interestingly, there the rest of October is open in terms of BOA contests. There's nothing going on. The next... Uh, I, well, I should, I should amend that. Because we always send a bunch of programs to this event. October 22nd and 23rd. The Super Regional in St. Louis, Missouri. We always send like four or five or six programs that uh, want to go out and, and compete in Missouri. And they are Texas programs usually do very, very well at that regional. Um, I would anticipate the same thing. If fundraising can kind of get back on track and programs are able to get uh, money situated correctly... I could see a lot of programs going out to Missouri and this being like their big trip. Maybe not necessarily nationals, but um, I could see a lot of programs going out to Missouri um, to go compete out there as like their big event. And that's going to be something very, very important, not only competitively, but emotionally for these kids that have, you know, not been able to compete out of state because of um, because of the whole virus thing. So. I would really be. I would really keep my eye on the St. Louis Regional for some Texas programs to show up and uh, represent very well. But as far as the rest of the state of Texas, you've got your you've got your regionals at the beginning of the month, October second and October 9th. 
And then you've got nothing for three weeks until, until, sight to be determined. Why? Because Waco, October 30th, 2021, the Waco Regional in Waco, Texas, sight to be determined. Why is it sight to be determined? Well, we still need program, we still need whichever stadium says that they want us to sign the contract. <laughs> that's basically, that's why you see like the, like the Utah Regional and the Arizona Regional, that's why it says site to be determined. The reason it says that is because nothing's official yet. Still talking with people. I know for a fact that Baylor University absolutely wants Bands of America and Music for All to have the contest there. When we went last year, we had an amazing time. It was a lot of fun. It's a gorgeous stadium. And whenever... The fan experience is good whenever the contest organizer experience is good. And whenever the host, Baylor University, has a good time, it's usually that, that it's usually good for repeat business. But we still need to kind of we still kind of need to work that out. Uh, football schedules for 2021 haven't necessarily been released yet unless those programs, those colleges have signed multi-year deals with certain uh other universities, you've you've heard of the the, the phrase in college football. It's called uh, the, the home and away series. Like, okay, you guys play us one year, and then the next year we'll play you, and then the next year you come visit us, and then for the next 10 years you come visit us, we beat your brains in, and then we give you a, a check for a million dollars for coming out and losing by 70 points or whatever. Uh, so once the football schedule's kind of come out and we kind of get everything solidified with that then we'll be able to determine whether this thing can be at Baylor or it could be at Waco ISD or it could be some other stadium that's there it's probably between those two can't think of any other stadium in Waco other than like I don't know a raft in the Brazos River but um, we'll see how it goes my my best bet was probably this thing's going to be at Baylor but again Scheduling purposes. The football team takes precedent first. If that's an open weekend, then, you know, we'll see how that goes. And plus, Baylor wants to perform at the... They, they want to perform in front of that crowd. They want to perform... At, they want to do the exhibition program. So it's it's one of those things where you want the... You want to be able to use the stadium, but at the same time, the band wants to be there to, to you know, to play for everybody. Because guess what? That's a, that's a recruiting tool. <laughs> That's a recruiting tool when the marching band is able to do exhibitions at uh, marching contests. So Waco, October 30th. We don't know where it's going to be. It could be at the bottom of the Brazos River. We'll see. We'll figure it out. November 5th and 6th. Oh, I love this event. I can't wait till it's back. Can't wait to have my nachos. This is my home. I basically live there during the fall. November 5th and 6th, 2021. The Bands of America San Antonio Super Regional Championships in the Alamo Dome. The mecca of marching band in the state of Texas. Um, kind of here. Here's some inside information. Want some inside information? Here it is, and I'll use my indoor voice here. Probably a lot of programs are gonna go sign up for this. I would imagine that every program in the state is gonna probably try to get to the Alamo Dome at some point for this super regional. It is a. It's an incredible event. The pageantry, the amount of programs, the amount of quality programs that are there, the people that are there, 
you get to you get to meet all sorts of great people and see old friends and just have a a, a wonderful amazing time at this event uh, I speak about the Alamo Dome with great reverence and great love um, you know like I said and if you haven't joined me in the past you know my very first time putting on a marching uniform and marching onto the field the very first time I did that was in the Alamo Dome for a football game my very first contest was in the Alamo Dome at a, at a San Antonio regional way back in the day when I think there were only 21 bands in attendance and San Antonio was an early regional, like it was in September. Uh, my, how things changed <laughs> my, how you've grown super regional. So, um, it's, it's, it's an event that I look forward to. And a lot of my friends and I, I know a lot of kiddos and parents have this thing circled, bold, lettered, italicized, everything about this event just makes me very, very happy, and I am, uh, um, I really hope this thing happens, because I miss this activity a lot, and I know the kiddos do too, I know the parents do as well, I know we're all pulling our hair out during the fall, but I think we would rather be doing that now than, than, um, than, uh, uh, what we're able to, to put together so far this fall, so, We'll see how it goes. Super Regional, November 5th and 6th. This is usually, uh, the, the Super Regional in San Antonio is usually the first, it's usually the first weekend in November. Uh, it's usually right around, you know, the last weekend in October, or the first weekend of November. It would have been during Halloween this year, had there not been a crazy pandemic. But next year it's going to be October 5th and 6th. Then, the Grand National Championships, November 11th through 13th at Indianapolis, Indiana, Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Several programs have already kind of indicated, have already told their band parents, hey, we're going to try to go to Nationals in 2021. Um, How that pans out with the money and where we are a year from now, or not even a year from now, how we are probably in the spring um, is going to determine how many Texas programs end up going there. Remember, we were supposed to have quite a quite a lineup going from Texas to the Grand National Championships and then everything got derailed so it's going to be interesting to see which of those programs who had their events canceled decide to to give it another shot there are also programs that typically go every other year so we're going to see how that pan how, how that pans out now here's the interesting thing and I kind of alluded to this a couple of weeks ago, but we need to really talk about this because, well, we need to talk about it. There is a rule proposal that hasn't, nothing publicly has been announced, whether yay or nay, but it has been discussed publicly that the UIL is considering having the even-numbered conferences do state in 2021. Just because of all the programs that have had to opt out or decided to opt out of UIL State for this year. The big consensus was we need to try to give these kids as much an opportunity as possible to perform. Here's the kicker. If this gets, if this gets approved and it's announced and you know UIL decides to go with it, 
it was decided it was it was talked about on a conference call which is you can you can see on YouTube and they publish it on their it's published on the UIL website so it's not inside information or anything like that the tentative schedule if we do all conferences for UIL state next year for 2021 the first week of November the even the the odd numbered conferences go 1A, 3A, 5A. The following week, which would be the week of nationals, tentatively, if this gets approved, would be 2A, 4A, and 6A state. Monday through Wednesday. Pretty much the same schedule it's been the last couple of days, couple of years. So the first week of November, the beginning of the first week of November, would be odd-numbered conferences. If this gets approved, the even-numbered conferences would go the following week. So now we've got a little bit of a pickle. And I don't like pickles. I don't like the metaphorical pickle. I don't like the real pickles. They're too sour. They ruin burgers. Why are you putting relish on my hot dog? Just let me have some mustard, onions, chili, cheese, and just let me hate myself for the rest of it. Anyways, that's beside the point. Sorry, I blacked out. So now we got a little bit of a conundrum. If... 6A state is approved for 2021 and you opted out of UIL state this year. Are you going to be able to go to state and nationals the same year? What if your district steps in? What if your fine arts coordinator steps in and says, hey, you opted out of UIL state last year. You should probably think about going to state this year. It's going to be a big deal. It's be, it would be the first time in many, 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 many years that UIL conferences would be, you, would, you wouldn't have this on and off year that we usually do, where you would have state in consecutive years for consecutive conferences. It's going to be a big deal. There's going to be a lot of decisions to make. That's something way further down the road, but that is something to kind of think about. A lot of programs, a lot of 6A programs want to go to nationals. They usually try to go to nationals on a non-state year. That's kind of like a like it's kind of like a built-in benefit of UIL doing you know odd-numbered years, odd-numbered conferences one year, even-numbered conferences the next year. But if this whole thing gets approved and it gets announced publicly and all that stuff, and UIL says, "Hey, we're going to do it in consecutive weeks." And by the way, they they actually mentioned on that conference call, or that that meeting, I should say. It's not a conference. Conference call means it's like closed to the public. It's not. This was a meeting that was held on YouTube that everybody could see. Uh, UIL has already said that they, it's like it's like mathematically and statistically impossible to have all the conferences do their state contest in three days. It's like not possible at all. Like you would have to, you would have to have programs performing at like two or three o'clock in the morning, in order to make that happen. And even then, I don't even think the math works out. And remember, UIL doesn't like doing, and, and UIL does not do marching contests or anything like that um, at the end of the week, like Thursday and Friday when football games would happen. Saturday's different story, but Thursday and Fridays they try to leave those open so that. Programs can go support their football team. Yes, that was said in the in the in the little meeting. 
So, yeah, it would have to be in consecutive weeks. So it's going to be a big decision whether programs, okay, I guess we're going to have to go to state and maybe skip the Nationals trip, or we're going to try to do both. Go to state and then do Nationals. One thing that could possibly help with that, one thing that could be very, very key, is if UIL decides to put back in the new state judging sheets that were supposed to be put in this year, but were delayed due to the whole virus and COVID thing. Remember, the new state sheets hopefully get revisited. The new state sheets have everything broken down by caption. Like, there's a brass judge, there's a woodwind judge, there's a percussion judge, there's a visual ensemble judge, there's an individual uh, visual judge, and there's an effect. There is one effect judge. Now, if those sheets are not in play this year, but they said they would be revisited. They were supposed to be in this year, but because COVID happened and because programs started pulling out and everybody had to really scale back, those judging sheets were not implemented this year. I'll make that very clear when we start talking about area stuff and state stuff. So that could be a big reason, because remember, the way the sheets are now, UIL state judging and BOA judging are two completely different animals. They're looking for different things here. So when you have one, when you're competing for one at the end of the year instead of the other, you kind of design your show that way. Hey, we need this to be successful at UIL state. And then next year, we need the show to be, try to be successful at a super regional or a grand national championships. So judging sheets are going to come into play. That's a conversation much later than now much further down the road. But as of right now, we at least have a tentative schedule. We at least have something to look forward to. And we need something to look forward to. Because it's getting cold outside. It's getting gloomy outside. Not today, obviously. But we need to be able to try to look at something as positively as possible. We owe it to the kids. We owe it to the activity to try to remain as positive as possible. It is difficult to do. I have struggled with that all season long. Kiddos have struggled with that all season long. Band parents have struggled with that all season long. Staff members, directors have struggled with that all season long. But this is at least something on the horizon where we can go, okay, hopefully there's a silver lining there. You may have to squint to see it, but at least it's there. At least it's there on paper. A lot of regionals going down. A lot of regionals going down in the state of Texas. So let's see what we can do. <laughs> I'm done here. Uh, I will talk to you next week or soon regarding the UIL, the region results and what's going to go on with area. We'll do the whole area thing. We'll talk about who qualified for area, what the protocols are going to look like. And then right before, right before area contest for, uh, for, um, for the even conference of 6A, right before that, but right before December 5th, I'll do the area nerded. And I know a lot of people look forward to that. Uh, I'll go over protocols. We'll go area by area. We'll tell you who's competing, who's not. We'll go over the guidelines, protocols, tickets, parking, concessions, nacho cheese. Oh, the nacho cheese. We're going to talk about all that stuff, I promise. And I'm going to break it down and we're going we're gonna to get everything all set so that when you're done listening to that episode, not only will you be heavily annoyed with me, you will also be a giant nerd like me, and the world needs more of that. I'm done here. I'll talk to you soon. Stay safe, stay positive, and uh, make really smart decisions. It would be a shame 
it would be a damn shame if we got this far into the season and then things just kind of fell off the rails, whether it happens on a state scale or a local scale or even at a, at a particular school. Just please, 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 this, this applies to parents too. Hi, parents. Hi, it's me. I'm an adult too. Take care of yourselves and take care of your kiddos and uh, let's take care of each other. I'm done here. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Adios. Bye-bye.